Welcome to Fruiting Body Podcast with your host, Brendan. Today, we have an absolute YouTube legend of a guest. It is Brenny Brez. Uh, well, his real name is Brendan, and as is, my, as is mine, and both of us are Canadian, so this is going to be an epic episode. Um, I could say like, I could say subscribe. I'm not going to, but uh, we're just going to get it started. Jump right into it on the Fruiting Body, Bodca- Body Podcast, as we do as I stumble across my words in this introduction, but we only <laughs> shoot one time. Uh, first of all, Brendan, Brenny, thanks for, thanks for joining us. <laughs> I think the whole fact that I had to say my name and then your name just yeah, threw, yeah. threw it like way out of whack. Um, usually the guests will bring back for second episodes, which I think if you're around, we'll do that. And it mm-hmm. gets a bit more casual. Uh, what, what I like to do with these first episodes uh, is allow you to just tell your story. And I mean, you're a YouTuber. You're here in Phuket, Thailand. You're moving to Bangkok. You come from Canada, beautiful country. Uh, what brought you here? What's your story? Well, first of all, nice to meet you. We've already been talking for a few minutes, but uh, I got to ask you quick. How do you spell your name? B-R-E-N-D-A-N. Bingo, same. There's, we're a very rare breed. <laughs> Usually it's yeah, branded. dude. And at a certain point in your, how old are you now? 27. I turned 28. Okay, so I'm 37 turning 38. Yeah. There's a certain point. I think around your age, you keep pushing it, but there's a point where people call you Brandon. And you're like, sure. Exactly. <laughs> it might just be the Canadian in us, yeah. but you just let it go. No, you're, you're like, just, ah, I don't, screw it you know i don't i just don't want to spell it i'm like i don't have time yeah like you go through the e-n-a-n-o-n for about 15 minutes and you're like whatever you want to call me sure let's go some for people it. call me they they haven't figured this out too from my youtube they call me benny sometimes oh really they just skip the r it's usually people from the uk or aussies they'll be like benny and they'll come and surprise me at the bar or something okay. and i don't even know who, like you know i don't know who they are and i'm like sometimes i just let it go if they're older or whatever but yeah, like, sometimes yeah. they're younger i'm like hey man just you know it is brenny <laughs> it's like i don't know how long you've been staring at my youtube and seeing it wrong for the last you know month or two but yeah. it's a silent r in canada we have silent r's <laughs> <laughs> totally so, um yeah let's let's jump I'll, so you, you came yeah. from vancouver can you Kind of, we, we like to start back at like totally. your roots. Like, what did you do in Vancouver? What was your childhood so, like? So yeah, so, yeah, for me, it was like, I actually had no real good reason to like give up what I had going for me. Like, it, it was, you know, I had a really good job. It, well, not a really good job. It's construction. But like, I was a young, I guess you call it like a young protege. My dad's like the general super at this very big construction company. And I've been working there since I was 15. So you know, I did a summer and then I went and worked, um, <clears throat> like at the age of 17, right when I graduated, I actually got kicked out of my house, got into like a fight with my mom and dad. And my dad called me back like a week later. He's like, you're starting work next week. Uh, buy any boots. We're, you're starting Monday. I was like, okay, well, whatever. Let's, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll roll with that. And I was, I worked there for seven, eight years. Um, was doing, you know, good. I was making for my age. I was making great money. Like I couldn't complain. Um, did I like my job? N- not really. Did I like the guys I worked with? Absolutely. Like the people I worked with, the camaraderie was, uh, was just, it's cool, man. It was like, uh, that's one thing I do miss. Um, yeah. And I but guess it, but it's hard, hard doing construction. I mean, in, in Vancouver in the winters, I mean this, it is the summers are great, but yeah. I mean, edge of that rolls in. I mean, well, the I, summers suck too. Cause you know, how hot it gets. Yeah. Like there's some days it'll be, we actually get shut down sometimes where it gets too hot when we have the, the forest fires and everything. And it's pe- some people don't realize how hot it really gets in Vancouver in the summer. Like, it will have, like, 45 degrees for, like, two weeks sometimes. And it's, like, people are like, what? How does it get that hot? It's, like, well, we have, like, a heat wave. And all the forests burn. And, 
we shut down work for a few days and yeah well vancouver's gorgeous. i've been to Kelowna years ago west bank this area it's it's yeah. gorgeous out there but when you're working out there again you're saying you're starting at 17 18 you're only 27 so that that little bit of a gap there i mean there's that point where you're like kind of you know fuck it all fuck this what's next for me in life and and how quickly did that translate over to thailand or is there another part of that story before you came here yeah, they're, they're, so I went to Thailand first. Like, I want to travel there first one time. So I went, it was 2020. This is the craziest part of the whole thing is that I went right before the pandemic. So January, it was like January 1st. No, December 20, it would have been December 30th, 20, yeah, 2019 and rolling into 2020. And then, yeah, I uh, went, <laughs> me and my two friends, I convinced to come with me. Oh, no, sorry. This was, uh, I went the first time with my cousin. We went to the Philippines first. Philippines for a month. And then after that, we went and met up two of my other friends from, from Canada. They met us in, uh, in Thailand, in Bangkok. First time for everything. And then we were there. And it was like in the Philippines. We started seeing like masks. I don't know if we could talk about COVID much. But like, I don't want to. Just I think, I we're, think okay. we're okay. I think it's past that. I don't think that. they ban it anymore. Yeah. I think we're okay. Now. Yeah, yeah. now it is. But um, yeah, kind of what happened was like we started seeing people wear masks. And it was like two weeks into the Philippines. And like these people were didn't realize there's lots of uh, Chinese tourists in the Philippines. First time traveling abroad ever. And uh, we're like, why are these people all wearing masks? We started hearing about this COVID thing. We're like, ah, whatever, not a big deal. And then we went to Thailand. It's so become more of a big deal. But we're still on Khao San Ro. We're in Copenhagen. We're doing everything. Nothing's a big deal yet. We go to Bali. Right when we, we went to Bali, so this has been the beginning of March. And as soon as we get to Bali, they like heat, heat checked us, you know, give us the, the forehead check. And we had to write more more forms down and everything than we normally would. And we were like, what the heck is going on here? And then it was like, I actually remember this. Um, and it's, it is funny that you have mushrooms above my head. Cause I'll say this, this story quick is we were in Gilly tea. Mm. And uh, if you know where Gilly tea is, yeah, ever been to Bali? Been. Yeah. Awesome little party Island. It's known for having good mushrooms. And one night, uh, you know, me and my buddies did mushrooms and it was like two nights later. We were like, there's some crazy big fire thing where they burn something and, it was just like some cool thing. And then they're like, you want to do mushrooms again? I was like, Shit. I mean, not really, but we'll do a little bit. We did a little bit. And I remember I'm, we come back to the hostel and we're sitting in the pool. And my, my buddy, I have me and my one friend, we have three of us now. It's just me and my, my other two friends. One of them does not like mushrooms at all. So he's more of a sitter. And the other guy, me and him, just did some mushrooms. And he like, my one sitter buddy, he's like, hey, your, your, dad's, your dad's calling. You want to answer it? And I was like, and I wasn't really like that high or anything. I was like, mm, you know what? Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm having a good trip. You know what I mean? Give me the phone. I answer. My dad's like, hey, Bren, what's going on? I'm like, oh, just chilling in the pool, hanging out with the boys. And he's like, well, you better get your ass home right now because the world is like ending. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I was like, hey, I might not want to talk to you right now because <laughs> I'm not in the right headspace anymore. And then my mom just grabs the phone out of his hand. She's like, sorry, Bren. I know you don't want to hear that. It's not what you want to hear from your dad when you're traveling and having a, having a good time. So then she goes, and I say, Mom, I got to tell you, honestly, I'm on mushrooms right now. I was not expecting any of this. <laughs> so you got to, like, chill out for me a little bit and uh, just, like, slow it down. And Because she was saying there's no food on the shelves and everything like that. And it was, uh, that was when, I think it was, 
that's when we all started to think, okay, this is kind of more serious. It's probably but like March. No, this would would this would have been like March, like tenth or twelfth. Yeah, because March, April, it got serious. I remember, like, yeah. I was here at China New Year and PP in February, and it was okay. Mm-hmm. So your your dad gives you that 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 call <laughs> and like, I mean, he doesn't even like warm warm you up into didn't, it. He didn't even be like, hey, buddy, like I love you. I want to, you know? He was just like, get your, you better book a flight like tomorrow. Yeah. I was like, I'm, there's other things going on that I cannot. <laughs> I, I gotta. I'll talk to mom. Later. I got to talk to mom. And then she, mom came on the phone and I told her, I was like, yeah, I'm kind of high on mushrooms right now, mom. So I don't really know if I can help you guys right now, but like we could talk tomorrow. And like, do you want me to save the world? Like, where are we going? Yeah, with exactly. This? I was like, mom, am I <laughs> am in I a pool with my friends in Bali? And it's like not a thing over here yet. Like it just yeah. wasn't really like on this small island. Um, we actually left that island like two, three days later. And then actually... Two days after that, they, like, locked down that, like, Gilly T. They weren't letting boats go off of it anymore. And we had flights booked for, like, the 20th. So they were, like, trying to isolate islands and stuff and make it super serious. We actually kind of got out of Bali at the, like, the right time. It was, like, we had flights booked already for the 20th. And uh, I remember that's when Justin Trudeau, our our, fe- our fearless leader. <laughs> yeah. It's when he went online and, or, and made the, the announcement, like, if you are abroad, it's time for you to come home. And that was on like the 16th or 17th. And then we went home on the 20th. My mom's like, my dad's like, I'll buy a first class ticket sort of thing. I'm like, dad, chill. Like if I get stuck here, I get stuck here. I got three more days, just chill, you know? And then we got home fine. We had a quarantine for two weeks, actually. Me and my two best friends in my basement, because I live in my parents' house still, they got like a pretty good sized house. So it's not like, um, I'm not really, you're not like in a condo. No, no, no. My parents, my dad's 50, my mom's 49. So they had me when they were younger and we get along now. Like they, the cool thing about my parents that I absolutely love is that they will go and hang out with my friends when I'm not in Canada. So Mm -hmm. like actually when I went to Thailand, it was like this, uh, this last time I was in Thailand, um, one of my best friends was in Mexico with my mom and dad with his girlfriend. That's just what they do. Or they'll go uh, uh, riverboat fishing. They plan this. Yeah, my dad goes. My dad like it, he. They, my mom always calls like my best friends like her second kids because they're always over at my house, always hanging out. We always don't try to piss them off or, you know, stay up too late, even though we do and make lots of noise downstairs. But at the end of the day, my parents, she, they know like my best friends are like really cool people, and they actually. They, they were all raised well, you know what I mean? So, so you're, you're doing the quarantine in Vancouver in your yeah. parents' house. I mean, I, I can't imagine anyone that when you, you kind of leave Southeast Asia and you get back home, there's always that feeling of like, fuck, is this it? Like, yeah, it was w- weird. W- were, were the wheels spinning? Because h- how long have you been in Thailand now? So that, so that was like, that was a month in the Philippines, a uh, month in Thailand. So I was, a, you know, I was away for was it 80 days, 80 days, 90 days-ish. Like, I was off work. I, well, I was abroad for 80 days. And, uh, yeah, that was just crazy because you go home and coming from in Bali, it just didn't really seem that big of a deal. And then when we got home, it was like when I went to go back to work after my two-week quarantine, everyone's, like, wearing gloves and stuff. And I was like, hey, man, I'm going to go shake my buddy's hand. He's like, dude, get away from me. I was like, what? And we were construction. These are just boys that just, they're rough and they're tough, and I don't think they'd be scared of a little COVID. And some yeah. of them weren't, and some of them weren't. So it was really weird, man. It was weird. But I ended up, yeah, so I stayed home. Uh, COVID, I actually, I loved it, to be honest with you, because, and it sounds kind of stupid to say, and I know lots of people kind of agree, but, like, it was, you know, maybe out here it was nice for a bit because I came, I pretty much went home and I saved up, up, up all my money, pretty much as much as I could, working. I mean, we couldn't do lots in Canada anyways. So 
I went on, yeah, just to like work and save money and then um, saved up for the next trip. And I think I went, yeah, I went again in 2022. What year are we in? 23? 2023. No, no. It's what, 23. September. No, I went 2021. Jeez, even it confuses me. It, was that go- going for a trip or like, hey, I'm going to make the move here now? That was, that was the idea was I'm going to try to kind of put all my chips in one basket, sort of. Not really because I still had... I could always go back home and work my job. I can always go back home and work a, a, a good job. I had a car that I paid off, like a brand new car and stuff. So I had like some assets and stuff. And it's not like I lived on my own. I lived with my my parents still. And uh, it's not like they were like, oh, you know, you have to pay rent while you're gone. I just pay like, I paid small rent anyways. They're really cool with it. And um, so, yeah, I, I, I went home, saved my money. And I thought, okay, I'm going to go and buy um a, a youtube editing program you know who Lost leblanc is yes yeah so i bought his youtube editing program learned how to edit videos slowly but surely and then after that like after a while yeah i just kind of was like okay i just gotta start building up my my bag you know i need to get like a proper like camera bag and like a, a drone and things like that and uh slowly built my kit and uh went off with my friends again just different group of friends now um two of them and then we went it was their f- that's when we came back. That was, so that would have been, this, it was, it's the same thing. It was, we always go back around January, December. I think it was, just, that was December 30th. And that was 20, 2021, I think. It's so confusing now because time's well, flying. Well, I guess, it, yeah, probably 2021. Then. Yeah. Yep. So, yes, seven, eight, seven months later-ish, mm-hmm. whatever. And, and uh, yeah, me and the boys, no, was, yeah, 10, seven, eight, whatever it is bad math are are you still here with them now no they so they laugh that's the thing is when we started traveling i was making videos and learning at the same time then because the first time i went to thailand i brought actually camera stuff and everything but i just kind of filmed and never edited and then when i got home i like would edit these videos that were like a a year old and people were like why are you posting them now i'm like "Ah, i just had to learn how to edit i don't want to learn how to edit on my first time backpacking through southeast asia because i was really backpacking backpacking now i don't I live out of out of a backpack, but I'm staying in hotels and stuff like that. So, what was that conversation that, uh, when you made the decision? Um, and if you want to get detailed there, I mean, you're working construction, you're yeah. able to save, you're living at home, but I mean, you got to have that aha moment where I'm like, "Fuck this! I'm buying mm-hmm. YouTube gear, I'm taking that course, <laughs> yeah. and I'm moving to Thailand." Can you walk? Do you have like a specific day when that happened? And also, uh, it's a bit long winded, but piecing together that part of the story of. Not only when it came to your your mind putting it together, but also sitting your parents down and explaining them uh, again this this wild idea. Yeah, so you know they were always pretty cool with it. They always told me, and I, this is one thing I sat down with my mom and dad and kind of told my mom was all for it. As I told my dad, I was like, "Look, I'm like 20. I guess I would have been like 25 or whatever at the time." And uh, I was like, "Look, I'm already like at the top of this. I'm not at the top of this construction thing, but like for my age, like I'm doing I'm doing good. And if I can get here." in this many years and be what all these foremans and all these superintendents, they wanted me to be like on their crew. They wanted me. They were like, Oh, he's got so much potential. We want him. And I was like, I started to get that weird feeling in life where you freak out and you're like, Ooh, like dude, like, is this all I'm going to ever be as a construction worker? Like I'm going to be at the top in like three, three to 10 years or really comfortable. And I'm going to have like, you know, and I don't have a girlfriend at the time, but like wife and kids and things like that. I was like, I'm not ready for that. Like I want to go travel and, I want to try YouTube or try something else. And like, if I, if I need to just do it, I'm going to do it. And at least if I, if I, 
you know, if it's that, that cliche saying, saying where it's like, if you go out there and if you don't try, you're out, regret never yeah, failing or, yeah. or attempting or whatever. Like you're going to regret it forever. So yeah, it was, it was like me and my friends booked a ticket. We saved up, we booked a ticket, but I told my parents, I said, I'm going for, you know, I don't know. I'm just going to go until my money runs out. And one, one way flight, one way flight. And I told my mom and dad, that I was like, I don't know when I'm coming back. It could be like in a year, it could be two. It could be in, in when I, I could come back with my two friends. I don't know. And uh, they were like, that's cool. Do your thing. Um, we're rooting for you. But at the time, I didn't have like any YouTube videos or I had some, but they were like garbage. And um, yeah, so I went and I traveled with my two friends. My uh, parents, they sent me off. It was actually kind of emotional because I made a video of me like leaving and my dad's a pretty tough guy, but like he even, he even's like, give me a hug before like I tear up sort of thing. And Sends you off to the airport, like, right after when COVID's still kind of a thing. Like, this is when you had to go get PCR tested when you landed in Thailand and everything. And uh, we did get COVID, actually, which is another – I'll get into yeah, that yeah. in a second. But, um, yeah, it was just crazy to to hug your parents and, like, say goodbye and not knowing. Um, but I already, like, knew Thailand kind of okay. I was there for a month. I mean, that's, that's noob talk still for sure. Um, but I had, like, a pretty good idea of where I wanted to go and – you know, with my two new friends who've never been to Thailand, I was like, I'm going to show you guys what I know. And then when you guys, if you guys have enough money, you can keep coming with me. But at some point I need to like, I need to, you know, find time in the day to like film our stuff and try to make videos. And we weren't on the same page sometimes because I was the guy who wanted to go and make videos. Oops, sorry. Go make these videos or go and at least record stuff. And then I'll be like, wait a sec, guys, I want to take a b-roll shot or i want to try to do this or i want to do that and they were like come on and they they just weren't on the same page so it really like i wasn't motivated to make the videos with them and i wasn't very comfortable either because when you first have your best friends that you've known for your entire life and you got to start pretending like you're a vlogger you get this weird feeling mm. you know what i mean it's a weird feeling where they're like he's trying to act different than he normally is and then they know how i normally is mm. or know how i normally would be and uh yeah they it was just we weirder and even some of my friends back home, they say, man, I have a tough time watching your videos just because like, like we know how you are when we're just sitting there, like just, just bros. And it's like, you know, when you turn the camera on, you, you don't really change a lot, but you, you do have to put on a bit more of a, you know, I don't know how to explain that, but like, you, I, you I think put it's, on a, it's because you're talking to a new person, the audience and yeah. everybody's new. So, um, even some, like, for example, if you're out at, uh, a restaurant yeah, yeah yeah or if you're just out and about at a grocery store that's how you would talk to someone new yeah if they came up to you how are you gonna go you that's know, like, what i mean you're not gonna be like yo what's up they're gonna be like i don't fucking know you <laughs> yeah. i think yeah. i think that's a lot of it i get it too uh, on the podcast even sometimes when i'm doing intros and stuff it's because you're talking to almost like you feel like you don't know the people yeah um and it, it's not an act it's just it's I can't explain it. It's like you become yeah, yeah. a bit awkward. That's what's cool about the podcast because then eventually 20, 30 minutes you kind of settle in. Yeah, yeah, I, I know. Right and now then you I can feel it. I forget <laughs> the cameras are on. You're like, all right, whatever. No one's watching, anyways. But um, I think hearing my own voice makes it like almost, almost worse a little bit, just because I'm like I can hear like how my voice sounds and everything. But it's because for me, like you know, if I make a YouTube video and I do whatever, I have to go back and edit it later. For this is just like kind of going right there, now, yeah. and I do lots of live streams nowadays, and I know. Like live streamers, a lot of them have bad rep, but I try to always not piss people off when I live stream. And uh, I have pissed a few people off, but I, I can't hear my own voice when I'm doing it. <laughs> you You're mean? not wearing headphones? No, like I'll go like IRL live stream. Oh, okay, so I'll, okay. yeah, we'll get into that later. But yeah, the, the headphones, they were weird at first and now I don't notice them. 
Yeah, no, this is cool. It's yeah. actually pretty cool. I kind of like this. So I, you you anyways, came to you came yeah. to Thailand at, at this point. Um, now we're kind of so we're we're September twenty twenty three. You're kind of starting at the beginning of twenty twenty two, give or take. So have you been here for like pretty much full time for a year? No, so so how it worked is uh, twenty twenty one when I came here with my other two friends. So if, this is my second time back in Thailand. And my two friends. This is when COVID was still still fresh and then yeah so like i said we just weren't on the same page with like me wanting to do youtube and i told him like this is my plan and i see my money like you know partying all the time my money my bank account's going down and i haven't even been monetized on youtube yet i have still 300 subscribers and i'm like you know i just knew as soon as they left i would be able to like lock in a little bit more and it sounded kind of screwed up to say but i know they knew that as well afterwards looking back on it that's totally what it was as soon as i was not with my best friends from back home when i was on my own and I was like, okay, I have all the time in the day here to go and make a YouTube video. My plan was, because I met other friends and stuff, right? Obviously, met other people. And I was like, guys, I'm sorry, I got to ditch you. I want to go to Patong because I made one video in Hua Hin. Hua Hin, however you say it. And I, I just hinted at nightlife a little bit, just a little bit. It was like kind of like a day thing. And then I, like it was like, how, what is Hua Hin like now? And I hinted at the nightlife. And I didn't know that Hua Hin had this really crazy like girl bar scene. So this was all new to me too. And we went and checked it out. And like, I, this is my first time really even like, you know, not being in a bar scene. Cause I was hanging out with two friends for two months before I started doing all this. We kind of got to see a little bit of it, but like going, Hey, you know what? Like, let's try and just see, make the, the thumbnail look kind of nightlifey. And then right away, this video started getting traction, like right away. It was the first video I had like made that kind of like actually got like, I think now it's probably got like five, six, seven, that's, 7,000 views, but at the time I maybe had like 400 subscribers. So I was like, okay, I'm on to something here. And then my plan was I started going on, uh, you know, like search engine optimization kind of stuff. And I started like looking up stuff. And one of the, one of the biggest things at the time was just like Patong nightlife or Phuket nightlife or Bangkok or Pattaya or whatever. And that's where I kind of like had this idea. I was like, I'm going to Patong. I, I'm just, I was, I started my trip there with my other, my, with my friends, my friends are gone now. So I was like, I'm going back to Patong. I already know some people there. It's going to make me feel kind of more comfortable. And then from there, I'm just going to try to make some YouTube videos. And I remember my first video, sorry, I'm <laughs> burping a little bit here. <laughs> um, my first video in Patong was, uh, yeah, Patong, Bangla Road, what it's like now. And it got like 12, 13,000 views, but like the first 10,000 views came in like the first week. And boom, I, within three videos, I was at 1,000 subscribers, like right away. So right when I kind of found my niche, which was a uh, nightlife, it was, it was right on track right away. But then people kind of tell you, and, and this is actually something that's cool that other YouTubers like Keys One has, has told me, like this is later when I started, when I had like two, 3,000 subscribers. Right now I only have six, by the way. I'm not a big YouTuber. Um, don't claim to be, but at the time... Um, I, I was kind of getting some videos were getting demonetized, right? Because a lot of nightlife stuff. And I wasn't really sure how to work around that or what to do, but I was getting the views, I was getting the subscribers. Um, and I did this thing called buy me a coffee. And what I did, this is how I made actually a lot of money in my first little bit where I actually had like two months where I like broke even one month. I actually kind of made a little bit of money because every video would get demonetized for a, for a little while. Some of them wouldn't, most of them would. Um, so what I pretty much did is I did buy me a coffee thing you know, have you heard of it? Yeah, yeah. It's like a donation thing, obviously, right? So, and uh, yeah, so I would go and I promoted it one time. Some people called me an e-bagger. 
And then some people were like, no, it's a great idea. And what it was, it wasn't buy me a coffee, like me or anything. It was buy these lady, these girls that work at the bar, buy them a lady drink. And I'll do it for you in the video. So like, I'll take just like a small percentage of it or pretty much break even because I had to go buy my own beers and, you know, get there and stuff like that. So um, yeah, I would go to these bars and people would be like, oh, go buy this specific girl at this bar a drink. And then I would go in there and like buy some lady, some, some bar girl a drink. And I'll be like, hey, look, I actually got money sent to me by this guy. He said he knows you. And I'd maybe show them a picture and, and whatever. And she's like, oh, yeah, I know that guy. And uh, I was like, yeah, I do like YouTube videos and he wants me to buy you a drink. I was like, can I make a YouTube video here? And she's like, yeah, for sure. So I usually would go and just try to like talk to uh, always try to like talk to the bar owner or get in with the girls first. Like try to always just get in with the girl. I like I obviously cared about other um, foreigners around, but I would always pick bars that were like it wasn't if it was packed with foreigners. I wouldn't want to go and go to that bar because I wanted to go find a bar that wanted my business. And then I made these connections with tons of bar owners all across Patong easily, um, even in Bangkok now, Pattaya now. And uh, they let me come film at their bars, which is kind of sometimes a taboo thing here in, in Thailand, which like it, it is in Bangkok. But in Phuket, it's a little more chill. And that's how I kind of started my YouTube kind of journey. But I made a lot of money off that buy me a coffee thing and ring the bell. So ring the bell means, you know, you can yeah. 1000 baht, you can ring the bell and uh, at any bar. So then people who just hadn't been able to come back to Thailand, they were like, here, I'll give this kid, you know, 40 bucks or whatever it is, 1000 baht, and he'll go and take a video of it and I did it and then it started gaining traction and yeah. Is this still kind of the the flow and the bread and butter of what you're following? Are you trying to change it up a bit and be it, it's act it's it's kind of switched a little bit. So I made in in that whole the beginning, that was the bread and butter. And then some people would come on there and comment. I had some people say you can't do the same thing all the time. Some people were like, no, keep doing it. I want to see your nightlife videos are the best. I try to make a few beach videos. Some of them did well. I actually don't want to come out of beach. I think it has like 17,000 views and that's when I had like a thousand subscribers so it some of them did well but the nightlife is 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 I wouldn't it's nightlife that's my bread and butter it doesn't need to necessarily be in the bar scene or in, in the red light district it doesn't need to be I have one video tipsy tubing it's got 24,000 views I have one video um on like the Bangla boat party thing so it was like kind of nightlife kind of daytime but it was just an awesome video where I bring my drone and the guy pretty much just said, he's like, you can come on for free if you make a video. I was like, I'm going to make a dope-ass video, man. Don't worry. And it's one of my favorite videos I've ever made, which is me and my friends partying. And they get to see, like, my life through, like, through the lens. It's not all just the debauchery stuff that – but I know lots of people who come to Thailand. They want to see well, that some, as well. Sometimes these algorithms and different social media channels, like we were discussing, I was explaining – TikTok, our TikTok account for the podcast reels really tries to push food and location. If we're yeah. talking about Thai food or different places to go and it will boost those. I can guarantee if I do something about food, if I talk about Pad Thai and how we loved it and I make that into a reel, easily 60,000 views on TikTok. Yeah. When you first started YouTube, you kind of, you know, got that that endorphin rush mm -hmm. of uh, creating this nightlife scene. And all of a sudden that kind of dictated your content. Was that your initial intention or did you have like a different plan of the channel from the I, beginning? I did. So at the very beginning, my plan was to be like the, like Lost LeBlanc. Like my, on my phone today, it actually still has like a list of things. And one of them was like, become like the best editor because if you're just the best editor, I mean, people are going to watch your stuff. If you, if you, if you just become a good vlogger and a good editor, I mean, you would think they got to come rolling in. But the reality is, it's become like a vlogger nowadays. Unless you have something special about it, 
it's so tough. Like, and, and, and this is no discredit to any YouTubers, but if you, like this, for example, Keys One, he did a really good job at taking a huge risk coming to Thailand when COVID was like right, heavy, heavy. And I think it definitely helped get his channel off the ground, right? Whereas now, if you want to come here and just be like a solo YouTuber and just YouTube about just random things or random things about Thailand, it's hard to stand out of the crowd. Um, I know some other YouTubers who came here and um, it was like uh, Floyd and uh, what's her name? There's, uh, there's so Mancy or something like I forget her name. But I, th I think they were Canadian as well or at least one. I think she is mm. or maybe they both are Floyd, Floyd and something. And their channel blew up. But I'll, I think one of the huge factors is that she's really pretty and she's in every thumbnail. Yeah. And they do a really good job at seeing things at like just, you know, first time and they just roll through it. So, yeah, at the beginning... I wanted to kind of do that as well. I kind of wanted to just be like a YouTuber where I would go with my friends and make vlogs and uh, travel and actually see things like for the first time. But then after a while, I was like, well, I actually know Thailand pretty well now. Um, how can I be different from all? Because I knew nightlife was a hot topic. How can I be different than all these other night or nightlife YouTubers when all they do is they walk around with a camera and they just kind of like point it at the girls? I was like, I'm going to I'm going to make it into a vlog. I'm going to go and hold the camera in front of my face that way, in case any, like, Thai, Thai gangs want to come beat me up, my face is all over the internet, <laughs> you know what I mean, just in case. And we're going to go and make these into, like, a, a vlog that kind of walks the fine line of monetization and not. And then over a while, this is what actually I met. I met Keys One and Just Dan or Dan the Man and stuff like that. And uh, they told me, like, hey, just be careful sort of thing. And I was like, okay. And uh, when I left Thailand and came back because I went home for a few months over Christmas... This is after I've been in Thailand for now a year on my own. Um, that's when I kind of, yeah, I, I just kind of dialed back my, my content a little bit. Like, you know, made my nightlife videos. And this is, this is me learning how the, uh, what do you call it? The, uh, to get your video monetized, right? Mm. The, the advertisement-friendly guidelines. To get on their good pages, you just have to make a YouTube video that isn't just about girls, if you make it about like, oh, I'm going down the walking street tonight in Bataya, and I'm going to go do this, 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 and this, and have a little bit of girls here, here, and there, but I'm going to make this about like me experiencing the Bataya nightlife, then it's okay. But as soon as you make the video just all about girls, they're going to demonetize your video. So at the beginning, I would go and have girls, you know, like I'd go into Pink Paradise. I don't know if you, you know, yeah, Pink yeah. Paradise and Fatong is a crazy place, but they let you film in there. So I was in there like filming, and girls were like twerking and shaking their ass and stuff. I'm like, this is crazy. Like... And it would get lots of views and tons of comments and tons of likes, but I wouldn't make any money. Because it gets demonetized. It gets demonetized. Mm. Um, and yeah, so like, uh, yeah, I met other YouTubers and uh, like Keys and, and, and Dan, and they just said, you know, just be careful. And then I just kind of dialed it down a little bit, made sure the, the, if it was a nightlife video, it had a, a more of a purpose rather than, than, than just girls. And then they started getting, they all started getting monetized and, just started working and um now a big thing i'm into nowadays is actually streaming so everything i've done nightlife wise for like a video and for a vlog it's almost like i'm kind of redoing my lap around thailand but with live because Stre streaming on youtube or twitch uh youtube and kick the only okay. reason why i'm because i can like do it multi with my phone i could just go right with my phone to, to two different platforms which is really cool um but it's just i'll honestly say it way more money just streaming way more money how does the revenue work on streaming like where's it coming in so that's it's just donations donations and i get tons of them okay yeah i was on tim <laughs> tim newton you know tim newton uh, the tiger? I, I, I don't but I, I do but i don't 
I mean, you know who he is. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I went on his show once. He did. He does a Saturday sh- morning show. And yeah, when I sat there with him, he must have made almost a thousand dollars on all he's doing is like pulling up the news and reading it live on oh, a Saturday wow. morning. And then like I was there answering some questions. Yeah. Um. And that was just him streaming Saturday morning, like live with Tim Saturday yeah. morning streaming. Because what I think happens is these, I think it turns it a part of it might turn into a pissing contest, where meaning like. The, the audience, mm-hmm. they everyone sees oh, the yeah, donation. Yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, thanks, Jerry, for 500 bucks. Who's going to fucking one-up Jerry? Let's go. That's and what then, it is a little and bit. And then other people are watching like, oh, yeah, well, I'm better than Jerry. <laughs> six. So I saw that happening with Tim, and I'm like, shit, Tim, you get you get paid. He's like, yeah, it's they just keep, you know, they, they yeah. start wanting to to be the the, the, the bigger swinging dick on the, the chat room. Well, what it is, it, is a lot of them want to... And I, I just started streaming more actually in the last, I'd say six months. Because um, I, I, one time I just turned on the stream and I was like, man, I don't have to edit this. I, I get more money from this. And it's just like one shot, anything happens, the world's going to see it. And it's just this risk part where it's fun. And I never try to, like I say, I always try to like go up to, um, if I go to a bar, go bar or something. And like I've been told this, like you can't film in Bangkok. And I was like, bet. Like, I was like, I'm going to do it because you have to just approach it in a different way. You just have to go talk to the boss right away. Put the camera down. Don't walk in there with the camera on people's face. Don't do that. And if just go, go talk to the boss. Hey, do you got any cute girls? I'll buy them some drinks because I know my audience is going to buy them drinks because that's kind of what happens. And, um, yeah, usually there's always a girl in there or they'll say, no, sorry, we don't want any cameras in here. Then I just go, no problem. Let's go to the next place. It's and usually it's their loss because and I, it sounds cocky to say, but I've spent anywhere up to like in two, two, three hours, 12,000 baht in a bar. And, and it's people it's, paying through the yeah. live stream. Yeah. How does that work on like you're, you're getting that cash later, right? I mean, yeah. it's not like instant. Exactly. So do you have to, I mean, it's no different than let's say selling products, right? Yeah. I do. Um, <laughs> if, if I, if I only have. Uh, again, okay, let's say going into the bar. If you only have 10,000 baht and you get 50,000 baht, I mean, you got to run over the bank and take more cash. I had to do it plenty of times, yeah, actually. And uh, it's I just do a little bad math because if you know anything about like the YouTube percentages, right? Like they take they take 30% of a donation. Oh, wow. Take 30%. So sometimes they'll be sitting there and someone will send me like 50 bucks and then like buy a round of drinks for the girls. I can kind of look at that and go like, okay, 50 bucks US, convert Canadian, blah, blah, blah. Okay, that, that should be fine. That should cover it, and I should be able to pocket some. So that's all cool. And they're cool with that. They know, like, I'm not going to go and, uh, you know, do this. Because sometimes I'll stream for 8, 12 hours straight. They know Oof. I'm not going to go and do this without pocketing some money. i got to pocket some money. That's the whole point of this. I'm giving them entertainment, so I have to, you know, make some money yeah. at the same time. And, uh, yeah, it's sometimes I remember I in one stream, I it was, like, probably, like, six $700. That's what I had, and... And like, it was about a two, three hour span. And I only had to spend like $300. So I pocketed like three, $400. Um, and then I went and just because of that though, like I went and one of the girls there was really cool with the stream and everything. This, this, this bar in Pattaya was actually really cool with the stream. They had their own live stream. And the mama son comes over to me. She's like, how many people you got watching? I was like, I got like 84 right now. She's like, you got like twice and three times as much as we do. And they have their own live stream going on there They just too. don't know how to market it. They don't know how to market it. But it's also like, I don't just sit there and like point the camera at the girls. I sit there, I put the camera there and like, I will talk to them and hang out with them and just like shoot the shit with them. And like, just like a friendly way. Like, because I, the real route, I have a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So this whole like bar girl thing 
and this might be something that you want to talk about too because i know they and i'm going to send my audience to come watch yeah, yeah, this and they, they love to hear about this too yeah. but um but yeah so it's just it's fun because i'll put the camera there do live stream and guys will like buy girls drinks through through the stream pretty much so as you're coming over here and you're getting it started before you're able to now monetize it where you're yeah. you're making money every month um did you ever have that budget like okay if i'm not making money by this time i gotta go home and mm -hmm. it's more a question of like now are you in a position to say yeah i, I can do this for another year or what's your long-term plan like again you're 27 but i mean you're not going to be doing it at 47 exactly no and i know that too and it's not good for my health either because like i'll go out and, and People think, like, I remember I did this 24-hour live stream, um, which is crazy, but I did 24-hour live stream, like, two weeks ago, and I had some people message me, and they're like, dude, like, you don't need to do that for us. Like, chill. And I'm like, you don't get it. Like, that was, like, I felt like as a YouTuber streamer, that was, like, a feat. Like, that was a challenge that I conquered because, like, I was just drinking the whole time. Like, well, the sun came up, and then all of a sudden the sun was starting to go down again, and I'm still streaming. And then all of a sudden I was like, you know what? Like, I, like, fell asleep almost while I was streaming. And I like snapped out of him like, where the heck? I'm like, oh my God, I got blacked out, I think for a minute. And they, I was like, yo chat, I was like, what did I do? They're like, you look, you just zoned out for like five minutes. And I was like, I didn't do anything stupid. Like, no, you just like spaced out. And I was like, okay, someone sent me 50 bucks right now and I'll go get a tattoo. And that's how I got this tattoo in my leg. Just okay. <laughs> it got infected and everything. Oh. It, was, it was just, it was stupid, but it was fun. And, uh, but to answer your question, pretty much I sold my car, um, did really good. Cause you know, the, the, the whole thing with COVID, it made it so I bought my car. I, I'll say the real number. I bought my car for like 33 grand Canadian, uh, four years ago, five years ago. And I sold it for like 23 grand or 24 grand back to the dealership. It's like $7 us on the conversion. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like, it was really good though. Like for, uh, for like a, for but that, that was enough to kind of roll you into Thailand and kind of yeah. set you up with a budget. But uh, I'm sure if people aren't, haven't been to Bangla that that amount of money let's see if five grand us mm. if you're in Bangla every night that is going to go so oh, yeah. fast yeah so for me it was always like if i if i go out and make a video if i go out and i do a live stream my audience is typically paying for my beers they're paying for all the drinks i have to buy so whenever i actually go make nightlife and that's the coolest thing about me doing nightlife videos is that i actually never really pay for my nights out for the most part when I go out on my own, obviously, like, just without the camera and stuff like that, then I'm obviously paying. But, like, when I go, like, people don't realize when I go out on my own or if I go with my friends, I either go balls to the wall or I just have, like, five or six beers and, like, that's it. Like, I'm not buying girls lady drinks. I'm not doing any of that. I'm just how, how many nights were you going out, like, at the beginning? Are you doing, like, seven nights a week? No, 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 not at all. Because, like, when I would do videos, I would do, like, one or two videos a week or a week, like, every, a, a video, like, a week and a half whatever um but like i would make sure i go out and drink and that video on that nightlife video sometimes it's not a nightlife video so i don't have to you know i'm gonna just have two beers at kamala beach or whatever um and then when i started streaming i'd only stream like i'd make like a video maybe make a youtube short i'm pretty bad with it like that's i need to do more shorts um but then yeah then i'd go and uh do a live stream and i started to start off with just uh one day a week which is sunday and now it's kind of just more whatever day works you know, if I'm, my buddy's like, hey, we're doing something tonight. I'm like, okay, do you mind if I bring the, the camera out or should I like, you know, not tonight? It just depends on my mood and how crazy I want to get. Because if I, if I know I'm going to live stream, like I'll purposely like prepare for it, a bit. prepare for it a little bit. Like well, I, I want to go to the gym and hydrate beforehand. You're you know? not like, 
the the times you're going out and creating the content, are there other nights where you're just out? Yeah, all the time. So how often were you kind of, are, are so, you still, so how often are you going out? For example, like the last two months I've been in, in Phuket. Um, I would maybe go out, it depends week to week, really. There's some weeks I just won't go out at all for a whole week. They're like, dude, we miss you. And I'm like, chill, man. Like, I just want to like play basketball for a few days and like chill and go to the gym or whatever and try to, because I used to be, you know, way more fit before I ever came to Thailand. And then it's like this constant battle of drinking and trying to get back into shape. Um, but yeah, maybe there's some weeks where I go out three or four times and there's some weeks where I go out none at all. So it kind of depends. Sometimes if I have a really good stream on like Friday, it's like, oh, okay, I'll take one day off. I'll go play basketball or I'll, I'll do something. And then Sunday, I'm actually really looking forward to streaming. Cause like I have a, it's, it's the same people, right? Like, and they build onto that. The same group of people, most time I, I, I do a stream, it's the same names that pop up. And I, I remember the names and the guys, there's some guys, I, like I know, for example, there's one guy and I won't say his name, but he's this is just for example, he, he told like, you know, this is the kind of person I'll, you know, I let message me on Instagram and, We'll talk, and I'm actually looking forward to meeting these people in um, in November in Bataya. Uh, they said they're going Bataya in November. I was like, I'll will make sure I'm there. I got to meet you guys. The one guy he he told me he sent me over four to six thousand dollars US just for donations in the last I don't know seven eight months or whatever. He told me because he's just like because it was almost a joke between him and one other person. I'm like, you guys are the top two donators. He messaged me. He's like, bro, I can check my bank statements. I'm the number one. How old donator. is the guy? Uh, he's like 35, 36. And why is he putting so much into don donations? He just, uh, this is the big thing. And it's a lot of nightlife YouTubers in Thailand. They, they just, some of them do it so disrespectfully. And like, they just go out and they, they just like are no disrespectful to the girls. They don't ask people for permission to film. And they like even just, they could just piss off other people. And like, if, whenever I go make a nightlife video, I never want to piss off other people. I want to make sure the girls are okay with it. That's always like a thing I want to do. I always want to make sure of that. What other YouTubers are doing that? I can start naming them. Yeah, let's name them. Let's call uh, them out. <laughs> I can. Dr. Bray, those guys, I think. they. I mean, if they watch it, I mean, whatever, guys. But uh, they just are so disrespectful. They're, in, they're in Phuket? or Phuket? No, they're they're in, like, Bangkok, Bangkok. I think, right now. And, and they're just like, super aggressive. Yeah. Do you know who Roberto vs. the World is? On it, honestly, like, I work so much, I don't even watch YouTube. Okay, well, this guy did. He came into Thailand. He took it by storm. He went from 40,000 subscribers. Time he left, 100,000. But at the beginning, I was like, man, I don't know about these guys' videos. Like, I know he gets most of them demonetized, um, but, like, just worried about what the Thai laws were and if he was going to get in trouble at all. He never did. Um, but he's in Colombia now or Brazil, and he's now he's almost at 200,000 subscribers. He did he did it very, very well. Um, but in the same breath, it was kind of like, damn, he's, he's pushing the boundaries a little too hard. But he got away with it. He made hilarious content. People weren't sure at first if he was being disrespectful or if he wasn't. Later, you kind of realize it was actually just more of a character he was playing, and his like his content, and he's blown up, and it, it's awesome. Um, I guess he can just kind of copy and paste and get out before he gets in trouble and go to the next yeah prostitution hole. But he really, he's always said about how much he loved Thailand, and he wants to come back. And as long as he hasn't pissed off some girls or put them in the video in a way that um, he's you know girls nowadays, if they wanted to, if they want to be in a video, they can go, they can go take legal action i think well, right the problem isn't the girls and uh, i won't names of a you i'll tell you after of a youtuber <laughs> where you actually face problems the problem the problem will be is if you fuck with a girl mm. and then that girl gets a boyfriend six months later yeah and she shows her juice jacked up muscle factory boyfriend that's from <laughs> fucking essex yeah yeah that's dating her in pataya 
Yeah. And he's going to he's going to message you and be like, you have eight seconds to take that down or I'm flying to Batong to knock the shit out of you. And we and again, we living in Thailand, it's still the Wild West here. Oh, yeah. So I've heard those stories where it's the girls won't do much, but eventually they're going to get a boyfriend and they just have to show it to them. And now you're, you know, the 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 laws coming into play and, and there's not much you can do there. So for me, I've never been worried about that ever because I I just think, man, I mean, if if some guy's going to ruin his Thailand vacation or get caught up in in, you know, with with all the bar girl stuff and then like actually like tell this girl to go and. And but do that, if, like if, I think that's just crazy talk. I think that he, guy. If 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 it happened, yeah, like in some guy, like I'm assuming if they hit you up, they're probably nice at first. Hey man, I saw the video. I'm dating her now. Yeah. We don't like. I've it. never had that yet. If that happened, never. would you take it down? No, fuck no. Would you be like mm -hmm. fucking Stone Cold I'd, Steve Austin? Fuck yeah, I'd be like fuck <laughs> you, buddy. I, honestly, I would. I'd be like fuck. <laughs> so I've had one guy message me, and he was just in one of my videos. And he was playing guitar, doing a guitar solo. He said, hey, can you just blur my face? And I was like, I got you. He just said he was scrolling through Pattaya videos. He saw me with the camera front. Like, it, it's not like I was hiding it from him. And I was just doing a guitar solo, so I thought it was fine. And I was, he's like, can you blur it? I was like, yeah, I actually can on YouTube. You can go back. You can do it after. You can do it oh, after. that's good, yeah. As long as the video isn't, like, uh, isn't a live stream. And then I remember I had, like, one girl message me, and I never replied back to her. But in Pattaya, where, like, she knew I was live streaming. And then after she's like, hey, I have some problems now because you're live streaming. Can you take me out of it? And I was like, no, because like I tell you beforehand what I'm doing. You know what I'm doing. And if I tell you beforehand, it's like that's the law. Like if you know what I'm doing or if another law in Thailand is if you're just vlogging and there's people get behind you. Some people like say like, you know, uh, like you're, you're, like that's fair use apparently. Like so if, so if I'm just vlogging and I'm not trying to film somebody and they're just happening in the background, apparently that's all good to go. I've made sure I've looked over the Thai laws and tried to make sure I'm following them all good because you never know right but if that person you caught them and they tap you on the shoulder and say blur it out you can do that in post yeah you can do that post, and if you don't you get in shit no no no, not really i mean at the end of the day i mean you, you are out in public <laughs> i mean like right. every there's cameras everywhere i think people that just do that they get a little sensitive and they get a little weird about it but um i've had like one i've had a few times where i go out with someone and they're like a subscriber, but they're like, hey, man, can you make sure I'm not in the video? I'm like, bro, don't worry. I'm really good. If you tell me beforehand, I'm going to make sure that camera's everywhere but your face. I'm going to make sure it's above you, zoomed in past you, and I'll make sure in posts, like, you're blurred out. But I, if someone comes up to me and is like, hey, man, I had this happen in actually Colanta. I was doing a bar scene video because Colanta has such a small bar scene. I was like, let's go explore it because these girls are a little bit on the older side, a little bit, and they were so pumped like they didn't care that I had a camera they didn't have this business since covid so they were like bring it on in like come on i was like okay cool let's do this and they were wild and and you know just fun and this one guy was obviously there you know doing some stuff he shouldn't be doing and uh he saw me with the camera and he's like hey buddy like fucking put your camera where i'll fucking knock you out or whatever and i was like i pretty much i told him i, I did tell him nicely i said hey man i've already asked all these girls i didn't mean to get you in it like, I don't worry, I can, this isn't live, like, I got you, like, I, I can make sure, you know, we can make sure you're not in the video, and he just, like, he took my, my, my kindness for, what's that saying? Weakness? Yeah, and he took my kindness for weakness, and then I was just, like, and he came at me one more time, like, kind of was, like, gotten closer, and I was, like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, I'm over here buying all these girls' lady drinks, they're in my video willingly, having a good time, and then I t turned off my camera, and I said, okay, man, like, we can do this, I just got up, because I was gonna fight this guy, I'm drunk, and then you're starting to disrespect me. And I, I don't know, my dad never, he's always raised you to never be like, to 
to back down in situations like that. You just don't. Like, as a lot of men, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. Like, fuck this guy. You know what we're I mean? Canadian. We're nice until we're not. We're nice until we're not. We're super nice until we're not. And then I was just like, dude, I'm, and I stood up right away. And you could tell he was like, oh, fuck it. Never mind. <laughs> just stood up. <laughs> he was like, oh, fuck. This guy's a lot bigger. Because, you know, I was sitting down. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he's like, oh. And the girls actually let me keep filming. And then they, like, grabbed him and, like, kind of turned him off to the side. Like, like fuck you. This guy's spending more money. This like I'm a customer right now with a two thousand bob bill. What do you got? And that's kind of what it comes to sometimes with these girls too. Is they're like, you know, screw this guy. And like this guy's causing a problem. This guy's just a nice guy with a camera. He's asked all the girls, and there's one one phalang there that's getting mad. It's like okay, so yeah, I pretty much put him in the video and didn't blur his face because I was like, fuck you. Yeah, fuck <laughs> like, you what buddy. are you gonna do? If you're gonna make a reel out of this too, <laughs> fuck you. If you're gonna ask and me I'm, nicely, and I'm gonna b-roll him in there. <laughs> Do it. Send me that Do video. Do it. Oh, yeah. It's on YouTube. It's got like 9,000 views. Send me that video. I'm going to B-roll this yeah. and fuck you, bud. Yeah, exactly. Fucking That's what I off. felt about it. Because if anyone ever approaches me nicely, I'm like, for sure, don't worry. I, you know. Yeah. And usually I'll ask other people, hey, I'm going to do this clip. Do you guys care if you're all in it? I met a bunch of, the same night, a bunch of, met a bunch of really cool people from, like, like Germany and, and they were in, like, the Netherlands and stuff. And they're all super cool. And they're like, yeah, I'll get in your video. And I, like, did a big group shot and... You know, you just got to, like, talk your way through it because you're doing nightlife content and you're drunk and they're drunk. Sometimes you're just going to come across yeah. dumb people, but it's only ever happened um, three times. Actually, it happened one time in my stream, like, last week where some girl, like, got into, like, like I was just filming me and my friend talking like this, and then she went and sat, like, there, and then she's like, you can't film me. I'm like, Whoa. I was like, I'm just filming here before you sat down. I was like, what the heck? I was like, sorry. And then she started freaking out. And like threw a coffee at me and tried to bottle our friend. This is the first time we've ever had anything was bad. She, she was high. Okay. She's like, you can't film in Thailand. I was like, I'm filming you now because you're threatening us. It's the only reason. Like, I'm literally, that's the only reason. I didn't mean to piss you off at all. So, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, nightlife content has its ups, ups and downs. And uh, the streaming is fun, to say the least, because it's just, it's kind of like the Wild West shows itself a little bit sometimes. And well, I think people like that the the str probably the streaming side because you don't know what's around the next corner and you're kind of just what it is. giving to watch, especially in Thailand. I want to jump into some of the personal snuff. You said you're with your girlfriend here, yep. and, and how that came together and those reactions. I get lost on time. How long have we been filming? I try to keep it under an hour now. Yeah, fifty one. Okay, Damn, we've been rolling. Man, the, they're so <laughs> and easy. They, they go quick, don't they? They go so fast. Okay, so we'll try to wrap it up yep, in ten sure. minutes. Um, it's pretty much, and I keep repeating this, but just the guests don't, the, the audience is tired of hearing it, but the guests probably don't understand. It's, we just found out like we would do two hours and then it's just not, it's, it's just, you're not getting the right retention. Uh -huh. And to be honest, it's, they do get a bit long. I'm like, fuck, I don't even want to watch this. And, True. and then most of the people live in Thailand. So we're like, we'll just do another one and go from there. Um, I, I ideally I want them under forty minutes, but it's almost impossible. I yeah. always try, um, and now I'm just trying to hit it under an hour. But um, yeah, before sorry, we I... wrap it up, and probably <laughs> more questions for your audience that will be watching, which will be the more majority of the views. You never know. Sometimes we get crazy hits. Like, oh, I got like I got to ask you something. I do got to ask you something, and I know don't go on too long because I know we're out of time. Uh, okay. But how did you? For anyone who doesn't know. Brennan here, you've met, you've had Zhang Wei Li on your podcast uh -huh. and Prosak. Uh, Yuri Prosak. Yuri Pro yeah, sorry, I, I have a tough Prosak, time saying his yeah. name. But they're UFC champions, or one was, but yeah. Wei Li is currently the flyweight or uh, strawweight. 
Uh, she's featherweight, so we're a champion. I think she's straw strawweight champion. Yeah, of the freaking world. And you've had her on your podcast. Yeah. And you've had him on your podcast. So I gotta ask you, man, what kind of connections do you have because in Thailand? Because of uh, <laughs> because of Bangtao Muay Thai and MMA, I, okay. I kind of train there. I do the hit in the morning. The fast story with Zhang Wei Li was because I lived in China, so I speak good enough Chinese oh, and she that's cool her English was it wasn't really good when she first mm. came like a year and a half ago um and what would happen in the hit classes because she's new to the classes or new to the environment so obviously she's not used to what the class is going to be over time she's going to get used to it so I was translating for her oh, in the classes okay. and like explaining what they want to do and then we kind of just became like gym buddies yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm like pretty I'm not super close, but like when I go to the gym and they're there, like I'm talking, I'm chatting up all her training partners yeah. in Chinese, chatting up her head coach, Sai, and go say we'll, hi and everything. Yeah, yeah like we'll shoot the oh, shit. they'll hit me up. They'll be like, hey, uh, they'll ask me like in Chinese questions, and like my, I can figure it out most of the time. Like they borrowed uh, one of these tripods. Like the coach comes up, he's like, "Hey man, you got the studio? Uh, can I borrow the tripod yeah. tomorrow?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, no problem." So like, we, now we have that kind of relationship. That's cool. Um, she, I should have brought her on before the last fight. I was too busy, and I just I forgot <laughs> to ask. I'm sure if I asked her, it's not a problem. Because yeah, like I don't even think Joe Rogan's ever had her on no. sort of thing. You know what so, I mean? So like, I brought, that's pretty I, sweet. I brought a friend on that lives. He's Canadian, yeah. but he lived in China 20 years. So I got him to translate. Okay. Um, I wouldn't be able to do the full one in, in Chinese, but we did our best and did subtitles. Yeah. For Yuri Prohaska, um, and he was just here. He just left again. He was actually going to come on again. Um, all I had to do was ask. Yeah. And I got I got Dangu, but I wasn't sure if it was COVID, and he was training here. Okay. So then I took like a week off the gym, and then okay. he was gone. But the first time I got him, um, what I did is I I um, a bit crafty. I saw his coaches were were with him, and I know his coaches they don't have a lot of followers. So I DM the coach, mm. and I noticed that the coach played hockey. So okay. I'm like. Oh, hey, bud, uh, you know, I'm doing this <laughs> podcast thing. Hey, you play hockey. Hey, if you ever want to play, um, you know, there's stuff in Bangkok. So I connected on the hockey level, and yep. right away, the door just opened. That's cool. I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm doing this. It's not big, but literally, it's two minutes from the gym. Yeah. He, he Could he jump on the podcast? And right away, he's like, yeah, tomorrow, just meet us at the gym. Uh, you, you can talk to Yuri uh, for That's cool. 10 minutes. So I had a little lunch with Yuri, explained what I wanted to do, explained the mushroom stuff, and he's like, I'm fucking in. <laughs> How did you not fanboy sitting? Like, are you an um, MMA guy? Because I, yeah, yeah, I no, love I, it. I'm a huge MMA guy. I, I, I would have fanboyed hard a After bit. being at the gym, there's so many faces there, like Volkanovski, okay, Tai Tuivasa, Brad Vol Riddell. He went up um, there. <sighs> Kelvin Gastelum's there right now. Like, really? There's so many faces. I'm going to try to get Kelvin. I just haven't reached out. He's here for another month. He extended. You want a young J-check? I know. Um, usually. I haven't seen her here. Who else was here? There's a lot of people that yeah. come and go. So... Now it's it's kind of yeah. like you get used to it, and like initially at first you you were like oh, I don't know what to say. Yeah, meet like um, Volkanovski or something. That'd be so cool, right? Well, he's an owner of the gym, right? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, he's he's the big owner of that gym. So oh, he that's sweet. because the owners there, Woody and and Frank, yeah. Frank Frank Hickman's one of the owners as well. He's Israel Adesanya at Israel Izzy's uh, wrestling coach. Frank's Volk's wrestling coach. Woody was on the Ultimate Fighter with Frank for um, the Ultimate Fighter with Vulcan okay. and uh, Brian Ortega. So, like, they're, they're like brothers. 
Yeah. Because Volk used to train since like 2010 at Tiger. Okay. So that's how they all, and that's where they originally were trained and they came over here. So eventually, like, these names will come through. Um, Freaking awesome. Yeah, it's cool. (laughs) You get to meet them. And, like, what's cool about, like, the champions, like, you know why they're champions. Like, when when Prohaska was there, like, his, the guy's like 6'4 and 0% body fat. And, like, he, I felt like a child. Like, I (laughs) shook his hand and it was just like, Boom. Just and like, like his hand is just like black from whatever kettlebell he's smashing around and like just calluses. <laughs> he's just like, hello. I'm like, I'm a child. Yeah. Like you like a warrior of a man from dude, he is. <laughs> and like when you watch him train um at the gym, like he has this weird energy. I can't like you go, there's a reason why he and same with Jung Lee, and you see him, you're like, that there's a reason why he, he he's a champion. Like yeah. he comes in so focused. Like nothing gets distracting, distracts yeah. him. He'll go. He's like meditating by an ice bath and then jumping. No one, no one else is doing that. Mm-hmm. Only the champions. Like Zhang Wei Li, when you go in the gym, like she is kicking pads so hard that you think a man's doing it. Yeah. So yeah. when they're in the gym and then you leave, you see like, and then you watch. It's nothing against the other. Like people are so young in their career. Like you're like, oh. That's the difference. Yeah. Like, that's why these people they're, are They're training because they want to train the exact same they want to train oh, to fight, it's, right? It's it's crazy. But and it's it, cool to watch them. Like, I'll talk to Yuri, and I'll, I'd just be like, so, like, you know, y- your diet, like, you know, uh, like, me, my diet can fall off for a week. And they give you a death. Like, Yuri gave me a death stare. He's like, I have a track and a vision. With the f- he basically said, mm. what do you mean food coming in here? He's like, are you fucking crazy? Yeah. He gave me a look like that's not even an option. Yeah. I'm like. Okay. We need to win. We uh, yeah. We have a training camp. We cannot. But like go he off. no, he didn't say like. Uh, yeah, I think about it sometimes. Yeah. He's like, no. He's like, <laughs> I'm like an ice cream. He's like, I don't even know what that means. He's like, it just and you're just like, okay, fucking. They, the, so it's their discipline. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that's why I'm selling mushrooms in a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and, you're that's, and that's why you're UFC champion. Yeah. <laughs> so I get it. And I get it. I'm like, I, I don't think I could be that. So. Yeah. Uh, anyways, that's that, that story. Uh, we'll keep going. We got, I'll do another 10. I usually, I, I can go an hour 10. I, I, to be honest, I don't even care either. I'll double check. What? We have someone else coming up here for 130. What, what about uh, Chris Parker? Chris, yeah, I've had Chris on. Yeah, I've seen that. I, I went and took a look at okay, everything. And so you, you uh, what I'm trying to say is you're definitely well, yeah. um, you're well, you're well, you, you know some people out here for sure. Just going to double uh, check. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. Uh, no. Okay. Sorry. It's just we have a lit girl coming on. Okay. We, got, we got time. Um, yeah. So I'm just crafty. Yeah. When, like when I, when I got Chris, it's like, I just know like any, he, he, well, he's one I just emailed and he replied. Yeah. Who else did I have? Ryan, Life in Bamboo. Just uh, Instagram's the better way with YouTubers. Yeah. Because they, most of them don't have followings on Instagram. So it's a good way to get through. True. For Chris, because he he was doing uh, life bag stuff with uh, Five Star Marine and Sean Stenning, and they were doing the bagging over at Sutai Gym, which is down the road. And okay. Nando, I'm good friends with. He's the owner of that gym. So, like, I just saw Chris there, and I'm not going to just DM him. I know the better way is, like, I'll just message Nando and ask Nando to pass the message. Mm-hmm. And now I'm good buddies, like, close. I'll, I talked to Adam Jones, which is Chris's... Oh, sorry, not Adam Jones. Uh, Adam Adam Parker. Okay. Um, I was going to say Adam Jones. I'm like, isn't yeah. he? That's <laughs> Key's one, yeah. Okay. So Adam Parker, which is Chris's nephew behind the scenes, yeah. and 
um, yeah, being able to have those conversations. But yeah, um, Chris, I just hit up and this would, he probably was only at, he had to be before he, he probably just broke 150 and now he's almost breaking to four. This would have been two years ago. So yeah, I just I kind of reach See, out I, to people. I, I need to learn your tactic here because even for me, like I like you know I've met Keys, we've gone out twice, um, but like I just messaged him on Instagram, was like, "Yo, what's up?" Like kind of know, just kind of did the same thing. But um, like other YouTubers, I want to be able to because I've met some other YouTubers and like some of them, especially in the whole nightlife thing, I wasn't a big fan of like I'm not gonna lie, some of them they just found like they weren't like and this might sound. I don't know how to say a cocky or whatever, but like for me being 27 and then some of them I would meet that were like 30, 32, 33, 35, they just weren't as mature as me already. And it was like a weird thing where I was like, man, if you're going to go out with your camera, stop trying to, I'm not going to bring you with me next time. If you're going to go and piss off all these bar girls or not spend money, like we're Mm. in Thailand in the bar scene, you know, spend some money or at least offer the mama's not a drink or just things like that, you know, like respect thailand i want to live here long you're term. collabing with them a bit just a little bit just a little bit with the streamers and stuff and i was like yo like i want to live here long term don't fuck it up for me yeah. you know what i mean and uh yeah there was a lot of the, those streamers that you know those big streamers yeah, you probably don't but a lot of the big streamers they almost got thrown in jail in bangkok and stuff like that i was friends with like one or two of them and I'm, i don't know i personally i'm just i'm not really anymore i just i don't want to be associated yeah, with those m- kind of people burn your bridges here yeah the, the reality is you can it, when you come back into Thailand, the, the immigration can know who you are and they can fuck with you a bit. Yeah. Um, I know that happened to Chad from CB Media. It, ha- it happened to me a little bit too. Yeah, they'll, they'll just be like, oh, okay, you're coming in. We know who you are. Show yeah. me a work permit, blah, blah, blah. And they can fuck around a bit. For me, they just kind of gave me a hard time. And I was like, yo, like I'm a YouTuber uh, because I'd leave the country and come back. And then, but when I first, when I went back to Canada in a different calendar year and then I came actually back to Thailand, they held me there for like a while. And I was like, yo, what the, f- what the fuck? Like, I'm, I'm a YouTuber. I'll be gone in like two months. I'll go make videos over here. And I'll go over here. And then I'll come, maybe come back. I explained that to her. She's like, you did all these COVID extensions. I'm like, that's what you guys told me to do. Like, when I went to the immigration, you guys were like, yeah, just do this COVID extension and give me this much money. And now you're good. So, it, yeah, it was, I think just Bangkok Airport, like BKK is one of the worst ones to come in through. Um, actually, had, yeah, she was like, you got a girlfriend here. I was like, yeah. She's like, where is she? She's like, waiting outside. Like a caller, and then she had a like she had to like call her, and all I heard was "madai, madai, madai," which means it's like cannot. cannot, cannot, cannot. And then eventually I got through, which which was nice. They finally did let me through. Um, and then when I came back through again after going to Laos, they gave me a, kind of the same kind of rundown. Yeah. So now I've actually uh, loophole for anyone who is ever trying to stay in Thailand as long as possible. Uh, once they start giving you that grief, you know, do visa runs with visa agents and visa companies, and you can really stay a lot longer. But um. I know we got to wrap this up, but yeah. two things I'll say is, yeah, or a few things. I am going to be getting a business visa very soon because I'm actually opening a bar with a friend in Pattaya, which is cool. Big news. Um, it should be open in like two weeks in LK Metro in Pattaya. Like it's a big ass. It's a big. So when you were saying earlier um, to tap into like, oh, you know, I have this much money. And if I ever get too low, I pretty much made like a big investment in a bar. And it's going to have like my name kind of on it too sort of thing. Like it's it's mine and my friend's bar and my friend. Uh, he's always been a lot of my YouTube videos. He's almost like, if anyone knows one character out of my videos, it's him. And everyone goes and meets him at um, at the bars here in Otop. He sold all his bars here in Patong, and he just went up to Pattaya. So that, and also, I'm pretty sure, I don't want to get too excited about it, because it's I haven't started working there yet, but I'm pretty sure I'll be starting in a, 
working in like a grow up in like a few months. Mm. But I have a friend from California who got this job opportunity and he pretty much said like, hey, look, I just need someone else, you and one other person. I'll be giving you a percentage of what we grow and sell. Uh, would you be interested? Just work like two, three days a week sort of thing. I was like, absolutely. Like if it, like the, the numbers he told me, I was like, heck yeah, dude, like sign me up. And he pretty much just said, I just don't, I just don't want an idiot. And you, you were a nice guy. I met him in Bali like five, five years ago, the first time that I went and COVID hit. And he was just a nice dude. And he's like, yeah, dude. So in the future here, I'm, that's why I said I'm moving to Bangkok, Pattaya, is because I'll be owning a bar in Pattaya and then working in Bangkok a few days a week. Oh, so the grow ups in Bangkok and yeah. then you'll, you'll go on the weekends yeah. too. So illegal grow. So with the YouTube, with, I'll have to get an actual business visa. Yeah. And then hopefully then, like that, this is the investment I'm trying to make. And hopefully now we can start um, saving money because from the money I had with the car, it's just been slowly going down. So, ooh. I'll turn that. I don't know who that is. <laughs> I, I'm the worst. I didn't even turn my silent off. I know. I, I did it earlier. I was just like, just in case, you know. Yeah, First time on a podcast to me, I was like, yeah, I got to yeah, get everything I, ready. Sometimes I got it ready. It's This turns into kind of, it's just so casual now for me. Yeah, I got. I, I settled in. I yeah, feel yeah, good it's now. good. That's why I mean you can go for two hours. Um, it's just more for people. Like, I think it's more for people to like click it. Like, do I want to watch that whole thing? I don't know who that is. Okay, we're going to wrap it up, and I'll call this person. I actually had so many more questions to ask. <laughs> uh, we it, didn't even it's get tough. In. It is we tough. We'll have to do it again. Even with uh, Key's one with Adam, he came back yeah. right away. I'm uh, down, dude. This he's is like, fun. He's like, oh, shit, we have more to talk. And then that's when I crashed my bike and fucked up my toe that I still can't walk on. Yeah. I guess yeah. the only thing I will say, it's just, the, yeah. just the one thing I want you wanted to ask was the, the girlfriend thing. Yeah. Pretty much how it worked with her is um, I met her, and then I – like. I was already doing the videos. And so she's from Chiang Mai. And um, she just pretty much told me like, yo, like, I'm not going to, this is your baby. This is like your, she your... was, she was a bar girl or no, no, no. She was just like, she, she got an English major, went to university and stuff like that. Her parents are from a smaller village. She's kind of like a village girl, but her parents have like a rice farm. They do. Okay. Uh, they had enough money to send her to college and everything and university. So um, yeah, pretty much was just, uh, she just told me like, I'm not going to tell you, you can't do it just because we're dating now. Like, you started doing it, and my YouTube wasn't, you know, it wasn't always just traveling and seeing cool beaches and all that kind of cool stuff. It's a lot of it is nightlife with girls. But a lot of the girls I film with, actually, they know I have a girlfriend, which makes it so much easier. But does she live here, or is she in Chiang Mai? She, so she, she's here right now, and but she's actually got a job working for Singapore Airlines. So she's actually just up here for a week visiting. So this morning, like, I left. I was like, okay, I got to go do this this thing up in Surin Beach or whatever, so... I whipped up. By the way, guys, it's freaking. I got here at like eleven forty. I do this podcast is early. I'm never usually like I'm not. I'm up at this time, but like, what time are you going to bed? Well, last night I actually went to bed at like it was like eight thirty because I knew how to do this, and I was you know had a few beers on the beach and passed out at like eight thirty, uh-huh. which is per- I woke up at five in the morning today, yeah. but and I still was late. Um, it's because of birch in my helmet. I didn't know if I wanted. <laughs> to, I seriously, I was a birch in my helmet. I didn't know if I want to put the helmet on or get birch on my hat. So then I just kind of. I didn't want to get pulled over and hey, yeah. yeah anyways yeah, yeah no it's and, and the, your your girlfriend but i mean uh, how long have you guys been together like a, a year and over a year has she been on your 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 channel yeah yeah just actually a few days ago i had her on my uh my live stream and this is funny because some people will always be like oh like you don't have a girlfriend oh she just wants your money too the reality is she's got more money than i do she's yeah. the one working at singapore airlines i'm still the one that uh is trying to you know get into this job with the, with the weed, with the grow up business. And uh, like I said, I've just been working there. And then actually um, 
with the with a bar too. Like so, she's she's yeah, got the better job. <laughs> and it, it, it's different because like you, there's there's a lot of like Thai YouTuber girls. Like I think Icy Pearly Pearly Pearl Pearly G. She, mm. I, she was doing some stuff for them. Like they could never bring a boyfriend on because then the audience is like, yeah, fuck yeah. that guy. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't want to watch you. But for you, I'm assuming your audience is like, cool, you got a girlfriend. Yeah. Can you get that? Can you turn that over to that girl there? For, like, they're there, there to just see the girls and buy them yeah. bar drinks or to see what you're doing on that that side. So you showing the girlfriend doesn't affect your audience Not at, at all. all. They love they Because I tell them, hey, oh, babe, I'm like, make sure you're looking real good tonight. Well, you know, make sure you're looking just do work, work on it. Do like, you know, make sure you, you, a girl can go out two ways. They can go out for like her work or they can go out, go out. And I was like, "Go out, go out tonight," and I, I promise we'll get we'll get donations. And sure enough, we do. We do. Would, would you? Would you? They even said they're like, "Yo, turn the camera." But there's some guy with some yeah, subscribers yeah. trying to talk to me, and they're like, "Turn the camera away from from him. Let's keep looking at your girl and you. We just want to talk to you guys." So yeah. Do do you, would you do like content? Um, in the sense of like it's you and your girlfriend. You're at the bar, and kind of the thumbnails like, "Oh my god, I can't believe she caught me here," type of thing. I mean, yeah, like that type of clickbait. Nah, or, that's or would you not bring her too deep into it? I've tried. So this is this is one thing I've I've always done, and I wanted to leave this last one as not members only because some of my streams, if I'll make them members only, say if I didn't want like I don't know, like say I didn't want like her mom or dad to to watch it because my mom and dad know what I do and whatever. Say like hers are really like more traditional Thai people. Um, maybe I didn't want them to watch it. So I'm able to make that members only. Maybe I did something in there. I was like, maybe I had to go and smooth it over with her. Like, hey, by the way, like, sorry about this one part. Because she sees them all, right? She watches the live streams. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't really want to, uh, <laughs> guys. Who is, I, I guarantee you this is the guest, but I told her just to wait. Let uh, me answer that. We'll cut back. I have yeah, a feeling good. it's the guest. Sorry, one sec. Hello? Yeah, give it to Sir and Bayan. <laughs> My God, buddy. Like, get it together. God, Thank you. Buddy. Bye. <laughs> I heard you could hear that in here, too. You should keep that in. That was hilarious. <laughs> right, that was hilarious. <laughs> that was hilarious. Okay, man, it's Carrie. They call, the guy calls like six times. It literally, like, every delivery just says, leave it at the hotel <laughs> yeah. next door. But, like, really? You got to call eight times? <laughs> but. <Fuck. laughs> But um, yeah, so my girl's cool with it. Um, sometimes I gotta smooth things over, but for the most part, I'm getting better at just telling girls if it gets too weird in a night. Yeah, I'll be like, yeah. "By the way, I got a girlfriend." Just so you know, like, don't touch me. You know, well, like, well, don't. Do, do you have to go out with maybe a shirt with a picture of you and her on it? No, I, that would be pretty <laughs> funny, actually. I should do that one day for a video. Honestly, yeah, they'd, like, they'd be like, "Who's that?" I'm like, "Oh, that's my girlfriend." They're like, "Why are you here?" It's like I'm just making hey, a video. Go, I'm taking half the money if that goes viral and gets nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. By all means, man. No, I'm joking. Okay, um, we'll we'll wrap it up. I got another guest coming up. No problem. Um, dude, this it's is fun. A, a hair. St a, well, come back on for sure because there's so many more questions I wanted to talk about, like. Uh, Ladyboys, trannies, and oh, uh, Mama-sons. We, we didn't, didn't even get, get in. into Mama-sons. Yeah. That, that I think that will be the, the next one. And, and, and maybe diving into the nightlife, the, oh, yeah. the do's and don'ts, the FAQs, the what the real vets know and, and, and how, <laughs> how to deal with that. I mean, I've been here seven years, so I, I think there, there will be a lot more interesting golden nuggets the first one's always about the story and what's yep. going on totally. and i think there's some awesome content especially for people that want to um get into the youtube game you shared a lot of stuff even for myself and your thought 
as process a small YouTuber. That, that most people wouldn't think about, and it's great added value. Um, okay, so before we, we wrap it up, this is your camera here. We're just going to kick it back to you, this camera, and just let everyone know uh, where they're able to find you, all your socials and that stuff. So, yeah, everything is, is Bernie Brez, so B-R-E-N-N-Y. B-R-E-Z, and uh, yeah, YouTube, um, I don't really post on TikTok, so don't worry about TikTok, but uh, YouTube, and then Kick, I do stream on Kick as well, so Kick is a new live stream platform, I don't know if Never you really heard about, yeah, it's a new it's a new one trying to rival Twitch or whatever, so I do stream on there as well, it's it's Bernie Brez, so everything's the same, Instagram, whatever, everyone wants to DM me, Bernie Brez, I usually reply back to, I'm at that stage where I still reply to pretty much every DM. I, I yeah. try to. I, sometimes <laughs> I just pass it on to other people. No, I, hey. heard, I, I watch that one. I watch that. <laughs> My <I know>. secrets? <laughs> yeah, I know your secrets. Well, secret. I just don't want to deal with it. I'll, I'll explain why off the camera. All right, that wraps up another episode. we got another one uh, coming up in a minute. We're ca I think we're like four weeks ahead. So this one, well, you're watching it because it's not live. So, Anyways, enjoy. All right, we're out. Thanks. <laughs> yeah.